This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com. Radio that you control, 603-283-6160 is the phone number here. That's 603-283-6160. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by ForkFest, happening June 13th through the 16th at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival. ForkFest is decentralized, so there is no ticket cost and no one is in charge. For more information and to connect with other attendees, you can visit the unofficial website, ForkFest.Party. That's ForkFest.Party. And with you on, on Free Talk Live tonight in the studio here, you've got me, Bonnie. Riley. And Nikki. And it is a call-in talk radio show, so we're going to go to your phone calls and thoughts. We have Scott from New Hampshire, and he's talking to us. He's updating us about what's going on in Argentina since he follows that very closely. So in the last segment, we had talked to Scott, and he was explaining that there was a big omnibus bill that Javier Malay wanted to pass in Argentina. And normally when we hear about an omnibus bill, it's a bad thing, because in the United States, it's going to be something like the Patriot Act. Yeah, or a bunch of pork spending. Yeah, a bunch of crap, you know, um, that doesn't help people and spends a bunch of money. But this was not a spending bill at all, and it actually cut a lot of government um, funding and cut the government out of some businesses, like was going to privatize them. It had a lot of really good things in it. Um, but so they it passed in the House, and then the individual bills had to be voted on, and they were getting shot down. So Javier Malay kind of took it back, and... Could you, uh, uh, Scott had something, like another component to this story he wanted to explain, going on with the governors of the provinces, I think they're called there. Is that what they are, provinces? Yeah, they are provinces. And, um, yeah, essentially, Malay figured out that he and his uh, economics minister figured out that they can still do his economic program without the basis law. And what they're doing is just cutting spending um, to an extreme degree, more than any probably government has done before. Wow. Um, unless, like, sometimes they're cutting spending, like, uh, after a war, sometimes they cut all the military spending. The United States did that, has done that. But um, this is peacetime. And... Um, in the first month, they have cut spending um, from month of from uh, December. For the first month, Javier Malay's been in office. He's cut spending forty percent 
of the of the federal government. Wow, that's, that's actually really good. From, Crazy. From, from the previous year, and which is insane. So. People on like like all the detractors, like maybe I shouldn't focus on them so much, but it's just like I, it's good to hear what the other side is saying and then be able to um, respond to it. Well, all of his detractors, like American libertarians that just can't believe this is real. I, I don't know if maybe some of them really need there to be an enemy so bad that this is like giving them some kind of cod- cognitive dissonance. Yeah. But um, so they keep saying, oh, he's just throwing crumbs to his supporters. 40% from last year is not just crumbs. No, it's really not. I mean, if you're just throwing crumbs, you would do it in small amounts or just be like Donald Trump. Right. No, I mean, like the first day he he he, he was in office, he cut the ministries from uh, eleven to or nine. Excuse me, nineteen to nine. So he cut ten ministries. If you recall, the Afuera. That was Afuera, just the first day. Afuera. Wow. The first day he did that. That's and then he cut insane. One later on. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's really yeah, good. And he he cut those uh, political appoint, appointment uh, um, appointments by forty percent within the first few days. Um, he's fired over 50,000 50, employees. Um, when when he cut those ministries, they they um, they uh, eliminated. This is what he said on Italian uh, TV, Malay, which was a great segment. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, uh, they eliminated two hundred thousand social programs, and wow. this is. I mean, they they eliminated like the, the subsidies to art. They eliminated. Uh, all these type of uh, subsidies uh, they give to people for not to not work, basically, um, and um, it's all just trying uh, jobs. It's all just trying to get you know political consolidate political support. You you know pay people to vote for you type of stuff. He uh, the the government paid for the the journalist, so they subsidized the journalist. They called it the guidelines ju- journalist and artist. He cut that within the first week. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, 50, 50,000 employees, uh, there was just, uh, in that, so he, on whatever he could do on his side, oh, he cut all the, uh, infrastructure projects. I talked about this last time, uh, which is the source of corruption in Argentina. So, uh, with all of this, he was able to cut the, the budget 40%. And here's what he's doing now. Um, okay. because of the fact that they couldn't pass the basis law, um, he still wanted to, he still wants to get his uh, economic agenda done, which is not to have, uh, a, a, a deficit. And, um, so he, uh, Malay is cutting almost all the transfers all the, the the transfers from the federal government to the provinces they cut them 98 percent which which is insane they cut 98 percent of the the money collected by the federal government to the provinces uh, it's usually for transportation and uh, this this is just uh, and he threatened to do it but I don't think any of the governors actually thought he was going to do it hmm. um, so if they didn't pass the basis law. And he has done that since once the basis law failed, he cut all of the uh, spending to the, the provinces. Um, are they retaliating? Are they retaliating in any way? Do they have any way to like somehow veto it? Um, yeah. So today, uh, the the pro- the governor of Buenos Aires, which is a just a a total. Um, 
Don't we can't uh, cuss on the radio. <laughs> I'm not going to cuss, but not not a very smart guy. Uh, oh, okay. Very very stupid individual, but a very corrupt individual. Mm-hmm. Um, he he um, has um, he he has sued the federal government. And there's several other governors that have sued the federal government, demanding that they get their their transfers. Hmm. So. Uh, that this is and this is this is a huge uh, fight, and then some of the uh, his uh, I forgot to include. Uh, we just talked about spending. He did a um, uh, basically an executive order that the uh, the the, so, the Kirchners put in place that's really strengthened the executive. Uh, he did an executive order to deregulate a huge portion of the economy, and a bunch of the socialist uh, legislators are trying to um, to remove that. Um, these people just do not want change, and, and this actually hurts them because they're all crooks. Uh, they're literally all crooks. So he's got a, he's got a, a fight on his hands for sure, um, but his popularity is high. He's about a 65% popularity right now. Um, uh, he's he, he he's traveling commercial, which many people like. Um, oh, I saw a so. video of him going and um, shaking everybody's hands in the commercial flight, and I thought it was really cute because I I, I guess this is an Argentine Argentinian thing where they just like kind of squeeze each other's hands, and that seems just so much more yeah, that's loving. really interesting. Oh, so sweet. Yeah, they, they also yeah they also kissy they also kiss each other every, you know whenever they see each other not yeah. on the lips but like. You know, they do the, the the cheek kiss thing where they put their cheek, you know. Yeah, like the so, Italian, I think it is, thing yeah. they do too. Right. Yeah, over half the uh, people in Argentina are Italian, um, from our Italian ancestry. So, um, yeah, I'd probably get, I'm sure it comes from that. And, uh, yeah, so he's got a, he's got a, it's getting really intense. Um, the former president, Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner, just came out with a 33-page thing saying that deficits and monetary policy don't affect inflation, <laughs> which is absolutely insane. Yeah, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, that doesn't they make sense to me either. lie to people. She's just like, <laughs> She's just, they're I, just... Yeah, that, like, goes beyond making things up. That's just, I'm surprised, like, anyone would hear that and believe it. It's it's crazy, but if you think about it, like not very many people are just like interested in economics. It's not yeah, like guess. something that most people get really interested in, um, because you know there's just like more interesting parts to life. It's unfortunate that we have to like think about this but, so much. Um, I mean, you don't have to be a scholar to know that that like just doesn't make sense. Like I, that should be like common sense, right? Like you don't need to be like read Rothbard to understand. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I understand what you're coming from because like before I was a libertarian at all, I was arguing with my sister. I was like, it doesn't make any sense that a $15 minimum wage would be good. All that's going to do is make prices go up. And I yeah. didn't have to read Rothbard exactly, to figure that like, out. You just knew that, right? But I just yeah. think some people are just really that like, and I'm not even trying to say dumb, just uneducated on the subject. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. And I, and I guess when people have like more important things to worry about, like poverty, if, yeah, like if like, you know, basic life necessities mm-hmm. well I, I guess like that would be like okay yeah i don't have the capacity to even think about that and yeah. it's like it's all pr right because 
the woman he was referring to, um, Christina Fernandez de Kirchner, she is super popular. Like, there are probably people that just believe, like, oh, she helped Argentina, and they have some, you know, like, little thing that they've heard from their grandpa that he said, or their their dad that he said, or something they heard on the news once, and they just repeat it. They just believe it's true. And she's so beautiful, and she has such great style. She looks like a mob boss. I was like, why does she have to be evil? She's, like, such a glamorous, like, celebrity-looking lady. Yeah, and I those think that's the why most, they do that. Yeah, those right. are the worst kinds of people, the ones that look really attractive in public. All well, the ones in the United States are ugly, so... Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's kind of how they, um, it's like a celebrity, right? So people don't actually, like, care to know anything about their policy. They're just like, oh, I like her because she's a good speaker, Mm -hmm. and, you know, she's really beautiful, Um, and I'm sure the government controls a lot of the media. Yeah, actually, you so know then what? you're just there. Like a, a lot of these people are probably being bombarded with this propaganda, essentially. So there um, were people that wanted to vote for Sarah Palin because they said she was so beautiful. I, I don't get that. I never maybe thought she confused. was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. She was apparently like a beauty queen in Alaska, but there's not very many people there. So. No, there aren't. <laughs> and a beauty queen in Alaska. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, that, that's just one that came to mind. I guess also people like. Um, Obama, like, you know, he's the youngest one there, and he was, you know, he's not ugly, and then he was also, like, they would just always he's repeat like on charming, the news, right, I guess, yeah. That he was charismatic. Like, I don't really yeah. know that he was, but it, they would just say it, I so. could see that. No, I, I, I would agree with that. I don't... I, I know enough about his policy to hate him. Yeah. Um, But he is, like, a handsome man, and he has, like, a lot of charisma, and I think that's probably why a lot of people like him, and just yeah. the fact that he was black won him a lot of votes. Yeah. Just like how Hillary Clinton, being a woman, yeah. won her a lot of votes. And she's ugly. You know? She's always been ugly, basically. Um... So did I really derail the conversation just talking about how beautiful mob boss looking uh, no. the criminal <laughs> Christina Fernandez no. de Kirchner is? No, I mean, she's kind of, I mean, she's a, in, a, in a bad way. She's kind of an amazing person. Uh, the political power that she accrued in Argentina and the, the popularity she had, even though everybody knew she was a crook. Um, one good thing about Malay is that it has waned a lot, and her um, being a part of the last administration, which was insanely unpopular, and that's when the economy really just fell off a cliff, uh, her being the vice president really, I think, tarnished her a lot. Hmm. And isn't she trying to and, play nice uh, with Malay? I thought she was until uh, she... I thought she kind of was. Uh, she is uh, very smart when it comes to politics. Uh, so it, it seemed like she w- she was kind of um, not really attacking him, and she even said that uh, he thought she thought that he would get his uh, within the last week. Uh, he would get his economic uh, package through eventually, and uh, he would actually stabilize. Uh, uh, inflation, but uh, because she knew that Malay would never quit, stop. Uh, he would he would keep trying. And um, um, however, then uh, she, um, she comes out and uh, writes this really. I haven't read it, of course, but it only came out like today. But this really egregious economic paper, if you can call it that. That that um, has some bizarre reasons for uh, 
for uh, inflation. And uh, th- this is a common thing for a lot of these these left-wing presidents that have high inflation. They blame it on everything else from speculators to... Uh, greedy capitalists. To or yeah. Greedy capitalists to... They got to have everything. a scapegoat. Yeah, right. So, and that's what her paper did. It blamed it on everything else. But it looks, it really does look like uh, that people are just kind of waking up to it and have rejected it to a large large extent. And uh, she's been in power 12 of the last 16 years, and the country has absolutely fallen off a cliff in, in, in those years. So I just don't think that their, their, gov- their style of government is, is just, it, it, the people really want to change them. And, and when you're, uh, when you, when it is so bad and you're in the country, when, um, uh, imagine, remember how kind of stressful it was in the U.S. when we were having this inflation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, imagine, imagine taking that times 10 and the country's poorer as it is and um, how, how stressful that is for everybody. Um, and that's what gets people interested in economics, as Bonnie said, right, correctly. I mean, we, there's a lot more interesting things to to study or to focus on. But when you're when when you're when when the economy is so bad that your your life is stressful, and you have to focus on like how do you how are you going to feed yourself tonight, right? Then that, that changes your perspective on things, and um, that, that's one reason why Javier Malay was elected, um, and why they they seem to be Kirchnerism seems to be a bad word right now in Argentina. That's good. Um, other question I have was: Isn't she Christina uh, Kirchner? Isn't she the one that Madonna sang a song about, or was that some dead person? Um. Uh, she might have been. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I would have to look into that. I mean, she was popular um, on the world stage. It's like an older song too, um, so she might have been more popular back then. Um, um, yeah, from she was she she got elected first in two thousand and seven. So, hmm. um, the other thing I was going to say about this whole situation is, I think we should read a little bit of this statement from Javier Malay. It's so based that it can bring like tears to your eyes in some parts um and whenever i read it i thought okay well these are words so what's he going to do about it and it sounds to me like what you're saying as far as him not sending money to the provinces um of the you know with the governors who are not passing his bills it sounds like he actually is doing something it was a bit like i don't want to say threatening like he's threatening to hurt someone but he was kind of giving them like a warning before doing something and i wasn't sure what he was on about but i'm gonna read a little bit of it it's it's he titled it and he posted this on like twitter and probably his other anywhere else where a a president would put out a statement but i saw it on twitter he titled it change of rules the national government assumed the responsibility of fixing the fundamental problems so he's talking about himself like his regime or whatever that our country suffers from inflation insecurity and the privileges of politicians We came to propose a model different from the impoverishing model of the last 100 years, and we came to do it for the Argentines, with the truth in one hand and freedom in the other. We did not come here to continue playing the same impoverishing game played by politicians as always. 
We did not come here to make spurious packs against the interests of the Argentines, and we are not going to be accomplices in the game of the same old parasites who live at the expense of the Argentines. Well, there's a lot more to it, but one thing I've got to say right off the bat is, why, I just don't understand, why would, if this was all a ploy and he was actually going to usher in the new world order in Argentina, it's like, why would they, quote unquote, them, they, and those, have him be saying stuff this awesome, like pointing out that the the government has been living like parasites at the expense of the average Argentine. It's just, it doesn't make sense logically. I agree with you, Bonnie. I think the people who say that this is a psyop are generally the types who are always looking for conspiracies around every single corner. Right. Yeah, they like refuse to admit that maybe yeah. something is good for once. Yep. Yeah. Um, And it sounded to me like he's like, you know, mad mad about something and from what scott's telling us it's basically that they're not they're, the government is working so hard against him to let him like get stuff done right scott yeah they would have uh, just elected massa um massa his whole um um the, the opponent to malay is is his solution to inflation was a central bank digital currency wow he wanted to create an argentinian fbi he wanted to have mass surveillance. Um, he was the guy that they would have wanted. <laughs> um, Malay is the uh, the complete opposite, uh, and uh, deregulating takes the power away from the government. Um, you you know, if you take the power away from the government, then you can't do all of your um, one world government stuff. So, I uh, I. I just I just think it was a unique situation in Argentina um and uh or a company a country that that has had crises after crises and the people were finally just fed up with it and uh sometimes I I I don't think that this, this quote unquote one world government is omnipresent and controls every election and every country uh, I just don't believe that. I, I don't think these people are. I mean, I think they do have some political power for sure, and um, but I don't think that they are omnipresent. And um, I just, I, I, I feel like it's almost religious hmm. at that point. Do you, do you think that this one world government can, controls everything? Uh, it's almost like your own religion. Yeah, uh, it does. It does seem that way, doesn't it? And uh, yeah, I just, I just don't. I don't. I don't. I don't believe it. Um, and, uh, you know, you can learn from people like Hayek, the distribution of knowledge and stuff. I just don't think these people are that, that powerful as these, these people say. Well, we're, I, I like this conversation. We're being kind of white-pilled for once on Free Talk Live. And that's what is, has got me so interested in Argentina. It, it gives me hope, honestly. 603-283-6160. That's the number you can call it. 603-283-6160. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Are you a business owner? Are you confused by the complexity of the tax laws? We can help. I'm Dan Pilla, and I've been helping business owners solve tax problems for over 40 years. My book, The Small Business Tax Guide, shows proven ways to avoid all the common business tax problems. Don't risk your business. Go to danpilla.com to order your copy. That's danpilla.com. Order now and get a free 15-minute call directly with me, a $99 value. Go to danpilla.com. 
That's danpilla.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. USA News Update. The House Intelligence Committee has raised concerns about a significant national security risk reportedly linked to advancing Russian space technology. Ohio Republican Mike Turner said his committee has shared details about the threat with fellow members of Congress. He's urging President Biden to declassify the information to facilitate open discussions among Congress and allies regarding necessary response measures. Once again, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is back out of a hospital. The Pentagon says Austin is in good condition following his admission to Walter Reed National Military Hospital Sunday for a bladder issue. Austin has taken back his duties now from Deputy Defense Secretary Kathleen Hicks. The Northeast cleaning up after a nor'easter hit the region with heavy snow on Tuesday. At least one person in Pennsylvania was killed when a snowmobile hit a downed wire. Travel was snarled along the 95 corridor. John Schaefer, USA News. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, formerly Air Force Lieutenant Colonel, Air National Guard and Reservist. I'm looking for veterans, active duty military personnel to join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. She needs your skills, courage, and loyalty more than ever. Contact GCNteam.com. Because of the financial and health care collapse, veterans are currently struggling finding jobs. Frustrated looking for a job? Change your tactics. Join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. Start a health care business with FDI Longevity 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com immediately. We're looking for military specialists who can use a computer, can communicate information, and execute a battle plan. Join the admirals, Navy SEALs, Marines, pilots, Army officers, military police, sheriffs, police officers, firemen, and first responders already enrolled in the 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com now. FDI Longevity will help you apply your military skills to the task of saving America through health and financial programs. Contact GCNteam.com. Enlist in GCNteam.com and save America. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We We want pizza! You see? Advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. We still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at freetalklive.com and you'll be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live.
radio that you control. And 603-283-6160 is the phone number. That is 603-283-6160. And I would like to thank Robert Grogan, who is a silver level amplifier with us here at Free Talk Live. What does that mean? What does it mean to be an amplifier? It means that Robert is helping to advertise, market, promote, and support the show by giving. It's um, done on Patreon now. It used to be a little different. Um, and thank you so much to Robert for that. If you would like to learn more about how to become an amplifier like Robert, you can go to amps.freetalklive.com. That's amps.freetalklive.com. And with you in the studio tonight, you've got me, Bonnie. Riley. And Nikki. And I just wanted to finish up a thought I was having in the last segment, um, and then we'll move on from Malay. Maybe not everyone's interested in that, but I really am right now. And the reason I am is because, honestly, I have been one of those people who thinks, oh, the government is omnipresent. They can do whatever they want. The globalists are everywhere. They're coming to infiltrate every part of society. The Alex Jones types. Like, the thing is, when I was in 2011, so however old I was then, I guess 14, I found out about MKUltra. It was, it was like, that's before Stranger Things. So, like, I was the only person I knew that knew about it, like at least my age. And I was reading all kinds of crazy things on the internet about it. MKUltra is a real thing that happened where the government took citizens, whether they had signed their lives away with the military or just like taking disabled people like off the streets Mm -hmm. and did crazy testing on them, like sleep deprivation, torture, um, electroshock therapy, just to see what it would do to them to try to create um, new personalities in their brains. And um, if you don't know about that, like you should know that the United States government has done that. And it's important to know that. they're probably still doing that. Right. And there's like um, this whole story about how, oh, well, they totally ended that, you know. But so the thing is, uh, that's always been like a huge fear of mine. Like, oh, like if I know too much or if I uh, start talking out, like the government can just snatch you up and do whatever you want. And then like my house got raided by the FBI. It kind of does feel (laughs) that way. Like. But there is also people that go so far off the deep end that they believe they're like a targeted individual. Maybe they are. I'm not trying to say that none of that is true or anything. But I have always had this feeling like I can either think that the government is like all powerful and they could do whatever they want in this realm and like evil is winning or I can just not believe that. Yeah. And it's whenever you have some kind of tangible evidence that is working against that, I think you should resist the urge to be like, that's not possible. The government's too powerful. The government's going to win. Not just the government, but like the evil people in the world. Well, the evil people can't win because love always wins and they don't love. They want to control. They want to establish dominance over you. And dominance comes from a place of fear. Hmm. Fear is a place of control. And so love is going to win. Light always tries out darkness. These people will eventually die, and eventually goodness will reign over the earth. That's just my opinion. Are you guys familiar with the work of Byron Katie? No. No. So she uh, is very interesting. I highly recommend Byron Katie's books. Um, but essentially one of her, like, I guess, principles or philosophies or tools that you can use when you're having, you know, a thought that's troubling or if you're having like a um, like an issue within a relationship with another person, um, there's a line of questioning that you can use 
to kind of help you through that to to achieve like more peace in your life, essentially, and just more like live more joyfully. Oh, that's really and cool. I love Byron Kate, like amazing work. I like I said, I highly recommend even maybe listening to our podcast, reading a book, whatever. Um, but one of the one of the things is is the first question would be like, okay, so like your example of like the government's all powerful and they're coming after me, like that doom and gloom thing in in regards to like the state and the government. Mm-hmm. Um, the first line of questioning is, do you know that like is that true? Like a fact that you know. yeah mm-hmm. is that true? And then you would say like yeah yeah it's true. Do you absolutely like unequivocally unequivocally know that that's true? All right, well like once you really think about it, no, mm-hmm. I don't. Um, and then the next question is what, like, who are you when you think that thought, Mm. who would you be without that thought? Mm. Can you think of a stress free, a stress free reason to keep thinking that thought? So essentially like, you know, obviously like. I think it's important, like a lot of what we do on this show, like in the activism that we do is to kind of shed light on a lot of like the atrocities that are going on in the world and a lot of the corruption in the government. And I think that knowledge is power. But I think if we become too obsessed with it, like there needs to be a balance. Like we can get on the radio and, and tell people about it. But I think like, you know, like once I start driving home after we do the show, I try to kind of balance out my thinking because I think when we become a little too obsessed with it, like some people do and get like a little too paranoid, then it's like you, it's not only like, then it goes from, it's not the government that's ruining your life. Mm. It is you, your yeah. line of thinking is making you unhappy. It's making you stressed out. It's making you sick. So it's like, and I know like the government, like for a lot of libertarian anarchist folks, it's like, that's an easy scapegoat to be like, well, I mean, obviously like they're doing awful, atrocious things and like committing terrible crimes. Like that is, I would say a fact, but like there needs to be some balance in our thinking. Um, and I just like, that's kind of what I heard you saying, Bonnie. Yeah. Um, I think that's awesome. That's an interesting, yeah. um, a good way to try to stay present and not just like feed into the negative thoughts it, i mean it's really yeah. changed like the work of byron katie and just kind of and it's like real simple like four questions huh. and you can kind of like elaborate it on like a little bit okay um but for me like it's really changed my life even just like in like within like personal relationships in my life to be able to kind of like analyze things from that perspective um has been really really helpful for me personally i was so. just gonna say that even though this house has been raided twice and ian is in a cage i think there's still hope there's still there's still a reason to do this show there's a reason Absolutely. why we're sitting here in this living room talking together as friends is we value liberty and we don't want to live in a hopeless world where we think oh yeah. my god the world's coming to an end we're gonna be enslaved by well, by an all-powerful behemoth well okay because that's how they win right yeah that's how so they it's win. like they have not won that is such a great way to put it because um like whenever i'm getting upset about like obviously my husband is in prison because of the government um i always like you know talk to ian about it and he likes to you know, try to make me feel better. Yeah. And um, one of the things he said, he, he didn't know where this quote was from and I don't know where it's from, but it's basically like, they already took my, in our case, they already took 107 Bitcoin. They already took um, my husband. They already took, you know, X, Y, and Z. Why let them take my happiness? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
like for example like today like a few weeks ago i was like oh no valentine's day is going to be on a wednesday i should probably ask captain to like cover for me but i just i have been like like changing my mindset for me it's the work of like eckhart tolle is huge Mm -hmm. yeah and bruce lipton just like being present and it, it really reminds me of what you're saying from this lady byron katie it's like um not letting not running sorry oh sorry i thought i kicked you but not running with thoughts uh like a bad thought goes in your mind you just like continue down the path of those thoughts and instead just focus on what you're doing like i'm washing my hair is anything wrong right now no yeah like that kind of thing that is like flipped to my like Mm. brain chemistry it's really powerful and i think when we Mm. build those habits within like we're every time we change a thought or like diverge a thought we're creating neural pathways Mm -hmm. in our brain so like we are literally rewiring our brain to keep more in that line of thinking and that's probably like someone like ian who like that's like second nature to him i mean i I can't say that for a fact right like i'm not living in his brain but it seems like he's a pretty positive person and he's able to like almost you know like really stay on like a really healthy mental pattern Mm -hmm. and that's probably just from years of, of work doing yeah. that you know what i mean he used to be and i can't even imagine this now but he told me when he was like a teenager and then when he first became a libertarian he was like a really angry person and paranoid and mark would say the same thing like he was really paranoid that like people would find out where the studio was and just like mm-hmm. silly things like that and um then he became like he became like a fan of the secret um yeah this i love the secret too yeah um abraham hicks those people huh and uh, that really helped him a lot. And, and from there, he just like became a panentheist and he just like does mindfulness things. I don't know how he's yeah. so good at it. Like he doesn't really trip up. Like he doesn't ever just like let his emotions get the best of him and, and yell at Bonnie because he's mad about something. Like he literally doesn't do that type yeah. of thing. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. It's just emotional intelligence. And right. I think a lot of people um, aren't like that skill doesn't get developed as like we're children right and like that's like the main time like obviously you can develop that skill at any point but it's just really those those emotional skills and like that those regulatory responses develop when we're very very young children Hmm. um and unfortunately because of mo i don't want to blame it on parenting styles but unfortunately just because of whatever reason we most of us don't get the chance to develop though that level of emotional intelligence and emotional regulations because we see so many like adults that just fly off the handle Mm -hmm. i know i was watching um videos on instagram the other day of like karen's freaking out right and then you just after a few videos i'm like wow like people act like this in public and people treat each other this way like this Mm -hmm. is just such an immature way of being and existing and i like couldn't even imagine that um, but a lot of people are like that, and it's just... It's just easier to enact your own childhood trauma when you're unconsciously living. Hmm. But if yeah. you're more conscious about it, if you're more conscious, and you... But let's say you're a, a really active religious person, and you believe your religion is the one true religion on earth, and you find out that you have a child who's left your one true religion, and you're like, I want to be so upset. Instead, you'd be like, oh... Well, that's cool. What kind of spiritual path are you on these days? Are you yeah. on a spiritual path? What are you learning about? Are or, you learning about anything? You know, like, I feel like a lot of people that are really deep into their religions, they believe that's like a eternal hell yeah. um, sentence yeah. for their child, but they can believe, you know, 
Instead, like, they should believe, oh, this is going to be so cool. This is so cute. I'm, I'm curious how they're going to learn about spiritual well, things in a different I, way. I, or that how, that's probably not going to happen, but yeah. they could at least be like, I know that the ultimate good will work out in its favor. Yeah. Like you were saying, right? Yeah. Like love will eventually win. So if that's what they believe, that you're going to go to hell for the rest of your life, if you don't believe what I believe, then you could at least say, I, I'm not in control of this. Yeah. And um, I believe that God will help um, the situation figure itself out and just not be yeah. a controlling a-hole about it. Like I mean, some that parents be, definitely are. That must be so difficult. And I have seen parents who are like, you know, devout Catholic or Christian to the point where when their child leaves that religion, they're like, they really think that they're going to go to hell for not accepting Christ as their savior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That must be such an unbelievably scary thing oh it's gotta be it's it's really gotta Um, be because they're living in this fear-based world that yeah god can't figure out how to help their own their own children come back to them i mean it's just ridiculous um i mean yeah like we might think it's ridiculous but for them like that's a very real thing um and it does like speaking of emotional intelligence i've seen a parents who are like fit that criteria where that they you know, that situation happens, child leaves the religion, and they're like, you know, instead of like really succumbing to that fear, even though they really believe that if they don't accept Jesus before they die, like they are going to hell, um, yeah. and they're still able to kind of keep those, that to themselves and still like be a loving parent and support their child. You know, they usually will like plant little, you know, like maybe like email little like you know like yeah my mom will like send me bible verses yeah yeah and it's nice it's not it's not annoying she's not like yelling at me about it yeah it does look like we have a caller on the line so i'm gonna go to your phone calls and thoughts unscreened caller you're on free talk live what's on your mind you guys realize the danger and unintended consequences of trying to fix a ponzi scheme economy with the free market what do you call the free market? Oh my god, I'm so scared. The danger? We're in danger? <laughs> how, how are we in danger, Skeeter? Or is Argentina in danger? I'm so scared. I mean, how could it no. get any worse? Yeah, you're, you're, right. you're endangering of uh, slowing down the learning process. The only reason why they elected Malay in the first place is they're experiencing the learning process. They're experiencing the fraud that occurred when government uh, spends money... Uh, inefficiently and creates uh losses so what you're saying is they learned that that isn't working out and they voted for javier malay because they're changing their minds and that's somehow dangerous yes it's a learning process and it's not complete you you don't know that you don't even know these people yeah how do you know what they're thinking how do you know what they're no it's not complete they haven't suffered the ultimate consequences of like ultimate repudiation of the debt when when that happens, that doesn't have to happen. For the most, I just are. think a lot of people would get. I don't. I don't think it's worth it. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't need to happen. And the other yeah. thing is, like, in let's just like since we don't have a um, necessarily a country that's been completely open about every single thing in history that we can agree on about these things like we could talk about russia and then somebody else is going to be like oh that wasn't true russian and and besides they control all the information the winners of wars pick things let's let's take it since we live in a fractal universe let's take it down to as an individual level a human being who is um on drugs do they have to die to to learn their lesson or can they just get really really bad and then change their ways 
It's so you have to look at it as like a Ponzi scheme. You don't come in, try to take over the Ponzi scheme and fix it. Okay, but you didn't answer my question. So you're saying that the only way that Argentines can learn that this um, high deficit spending was a bad thing was that the country needs to completely fail and like a bunch of people will literally die and poverty needs to get worse than the intense poverty they're uh, experiencing. So is it true? The people that are, it's not necessarily the people that will suffer the big brunt of the of the of this exposure of this fraud. It's the people that hold the currency. It's the people that loan that government money. Those are the people that take the first hit. The people that have jobs with the government. These are the people no, you want not. to learn what the to take the brunt of this fraud. It's like a Ponzi scheme. Imagine trying to use the free market to fix Madoff scheme, right? Listen, I, I don't I don't understand why you're you're saying that the people who are the um, already like living off the backs of the other people are going to suffer the most. The people who have nothing already and no ability to make their lives better and are already eating off the garbage are going to be the ones that suffer the most. Like, what, can you explain your reasoning behind that? At least can we like talk about one thing at a time? Everyone in a democracy is partially responsible for staying in the system and voting for this the policies that are so let's exit the, the law, system then right yeah why not just why not fire more of these people who are uh, part no, of the system that are okay well listen like I am I want to hang up on you right now because you don't have conversations like I said can I said can we focus on one thing at a time can you answer your reasoning behind something you just said and you don't you just start yelling about whatever um, thing sends you in a spiral it's so dumb. Okay, what was that? What was that question? You give it to me again. I My question was: Why like, would it be that the politicians would be the ones suffering the brunt, and not the people who are already eating out of the trash? It's not. The, it's not the. So everyone that's participating in the system, everyone that believes in the system, everyone that holds uh, whatever their currency is, everyone that loans that government money, uh, money and participate and votes for the system, should be punished proportionally for supporting the system in the first place. Okay. Like, well, you're not God, you were- so I just I, I didn't answer my question. One and two, you're not God. Like people who are using the only currencies that they're allowed to use to try to feed their families need to be punished. Like that's so dumb. Yes, like so. If you were, uh, uh, if you were a moral person in my ethic, you would shelter, you would shield yourself by investing in other alternatives to their but currency. They can. Yeah, they you need would... to invest in feeding their children. They okay, don't... thanks for the call. I mean, like we have more of a conversation with him than we normally do, and it's just not easy it to seems... talk to him. He's too stupid. It does seem like he's learning some communication skills, though. So it's 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 a struggle to talk to Skeeter helpful. for me because I don't know. I get lost in my head. I get, I get lost, lost trying to follow him. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, I get lost trying to follow him because he doesn't make sense. He has created basically like his own framework for having uh, conversations about politics that he's made up and he's the only person who follows them. Hmm. And you can't have a conversation with someone like that. So that's yeah, confusing. Um, yeah, I'm just going to move on. Uh, Alu from... I almost said North America. (laughs) Technically, he is from North America. (laughs) From New Hampshire. Alu, what's on your mind? The free state of New Hampshire. Yeah, I am from the free, soon-to-be Republic of New Hampshire. (laughs) And I heard a a while ago, I meant to correct someone on the show, I heard a while ago, someone was talking about gun laws and they were confused about handgun laws. The, The reason for handguns, so that's pistols and revolvers, 
Um, the reason why it's, it's a little tougher to buy them in a gun store is any federally licensed gun store, so any, any like, uh, gun store that's legal, to sell a handgun, the person has to be 21, not 18, and they have to have an ID of the state that they're currently in. So in New Hampshire, you have to have a New Hampshire ID to buy a handgun. Um, so you have to live here, and you have to be 21. What and was the... Sorry, I just want to be able to follow. Um, what was the thing that someone said that was incorrect about the gun laws exactly? I, I don't I, think I was on. I forgot. I think it was like 34 trillion shows ago. Um, I wrote it down in my notes to correct me talk live, and I, I, so it's from a long time ago. But just to clarify for everyone, it's a federal law. Federal law says mm-hmm. you have to be 21 to buy a handgun, and you have to have an ID of the state that you're in okay. to buy that handgun. You have to live there. Um, and again, it's one more thing people don't think about. They think maybe that's a state law or most people are ignorant of that law. But it's one more thing that people don't realize. It's a federal law, meaning once we do secede, that goes away. Nice. And there are so many other things that are federal in nature that we don't realize are federal laws that would go away once we're independent. Speaking of that, there was another thing um, that I knew, knew you wanted people to bring up. There was a caller who's called in several times now. Um, I don't remember his name, but his question for us was like a big topic of um, conversation on the show on Thursday. And he basically said he doesn't support secession. And Mark agreed with him because there isn't a plan. And I w- yeah. I've re- neglected to point out that a great resource for learning about the way things could go down in the case of secession is Alu's book, um, Articles of Secession by Alu Axelman. Or is it is it under yeah. Elliot Axelman? Like, should I say that? Yes, both. On Amazon, it's officially Elliot Alu Axelman. Oh, okay. Okay. I cool. hadn't really thought about that. So it's on Amazon, paperback, ebook, and audiobook on Audible, narrated by the great Adrian Besson who did the Free Ross Railroaded series. He's a tremendous, super serious professional narrator. Oh, wow. Nice. That's really cool. And he's a voluntarist. Yep. Nice. So he's really, really good. He narrated the audiobook. So no one has any excuse. It's super short, super cheap, and it's pretty much available for free in a few different articles, like every chapter is an article on libertyblocks.com. So if you want to really know how, like, every system would work, all of our, our most important systems would work once you succeed it's free on libertyblocks.com. Buy the paperback book. Listen to it on Audible for free. So there are so many ways to answer it. Yeah, it's, that's what I tell everyone when they say we have no plan. We have thought about this, um, and that's just one book. I bumped into Jason Sorens again the other day, and I, I commented that I didn't realize he wrote Secessionism a long time ago. Apparently, like 10, 20 years ago, he wrote a book on Secession. I still oh, wow. haven't read it. I got, I got to swap books with him, but his wife said he's working on his next book. So, I mean, there are so many books about Secession. Stephen Villiers has his own thing, and... Um, you know, there are 5, 10, 20, 30 other books. Texas was very good, and it addressed some specifics as well, Focus on Texas. But we've, we've thought about this. We've answered this question. Is there have been very smart people who have studied this for a long time, more than me. So saying we have no plan and we're just crazy cats. Uh-oh. Sounds like... Incorrect. Okay. on all counts. So uh, you cut out there for a second. You said saying we have no plan and we're just crazy crackheads. Is that what you said? Um, I don't know, potheads and anarchists and cowboys. <laughs> yeah, just I, th- I think that we basically got the point of what you said was uh, we're not just, it's not just crazy people who believe in chaos and they're just like, whatever, I don't care what happens. I just want to secede because I'm selfish or something that's stupid. People have thought about this. There are plenty of resources that you can look into. And one of those is Alu's book, um, Articles of Secession. So I just wanted to point that out since it didn't come to mind the other day when that caller called in. Is there anything else on your mind, Alu? 
Yeah, and, and something like my father says even more often than I do is if we're talking about leaving the abusive relationship because DC is abusing us and the relationship is us too, and they're abusing us, you leave. You don't worry about do you have the perfect alternative. You leave first, and then you find the alternative. That's a great exactly. point. Mm-hmm. It's Free Talk Live. More coming up. 603-283-6160 is the phone number to call in. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Who listens to radio at night? EMTs, truck drivers, law enforcement, and many other hardworking people just like you, buying products and services from companies just like yours. Many companies owe their success to radio. It's the engaging medium. Call 877-996-4327 or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. 